Hello, this is Jacqueline with Soundbody Wisdom. Welcome. In this episode, I wanted to share a little bit about why I do what I do. Basically, my beliefs and the energies that motivate me. And then move a little bit more into sort of big picture, an overview of of this practice of sound body wisdom and how it can support you. For me, being of service and supporting individuals wherever they are on their journey, it's what I imagine is meant when, when people speak of soul purpose. Because it's not a, a thing that I do, but really it's a space of being. It's an offering of guidance or maybe it's facilitation. Maybe it's just sort of translating information so that it's more accessible, putting the puzzle pieces together. That all of this, it's, it's not a thing, it's not a something. And it's not something I can separate from who I am because really it's a part of everything that I do. It's really, it's my essence. It's what gets me out of bed. It's what's running when I'm considering my days or interactions with people, my own practice. It's woven in to everything. And it's really fueled by the belief, or maybe it's really, it's a knowing that I have, that really we're all connected. That in this amazing human tapestry, we need one another. And each of us, as we grow and expand within ourselves and expand our knowledge of our own inner landscape, that this actually generates a light and an energy that can help illuminate more of our own growth and our own knowing of our inner landscape, but it also helps to support others on their journey of knowing themselves. So there's this interdependency Um, even a reciprocity between us that when we grow and expand within ourselves that we then simultaneously are supporting others in this and we need each other we need each other more than just in this physical realm of how we can you know lend a helping hand but really it's on the energetic levels and I don't often speak about the energetic spaces because There can be different interpretations of it or confusion about what it is or what it means because it can and does exist outside of the the material world, the physical realm of the things we see and touch. But I, I do think it's helpful to understand energy in a very basic way. And I think that there are some simple ways that we actually experience energy every single day. And that's within our own emotions. Because emotions, they're not, they're not solid or physical forms. And yet there's something very real that we experience. You know, whether that's joy or love, grief, anger, anticipation, contentment, and so many variations of emotions that we're able to feel and embody these these invisible currents as they flow through us. We experience the energy of them. The energy of our emotions is it's so tangible that it, it affects our physical body, our thoughts. 
You know, the energy of our emotions can, can also affect other people that we're in proximity to. Or consider a group of people that are grieving or a group of people that are celebrating and just how this can impact how you feel, how I know it in the past it's affected how I feel. It's very tangible, but it's also an energy. And, and even if right now each of us were to consider and bring to mind emotions that we've had or experiences that were highly emotional or times of grieving or celebration, that even using our memory and our imagination, it can evoke these emotions, right? We can bring them right back up through basically our imagination or our memory. So then this in turn can affect our thoughts or our physical bodies. And it goes on and on. It's, it's just so incredibly potent. The energy of the intangible very much interacting with and influencing the material, our physical world, and our bodies. So back to why I brought energy up. I was speaking about how we're all connected and this reciprocity of how when one of us grows and expands, sort of lights up, right? That there's this ripple effect that radiates this energy to support others growing and this space of possibility that then continues to expand. So the fire or the, the fuel, the juice of life for me that I feel inside me is feeling this energetic tapestry that we're, we're all a part of and having this very grounded belief, which is it's a little bit different than just having this uh, sweeping optimism. It's something that is very grounded um, deep in my cells. Um, this grounded belief that in, in our inner landscape, when we continue to expand this, this balance of what we know and what we don't know, this visible and invisible, that this balance and this resource that we cultivate by doing this practice for ourselves, that it energetically ripples out and it helps create balance in the outer landscape, this physical world, our everyday living. And that's why, you know, my inner navigation is always seeking out how to share, you know, the maps or the metaphors, the language, knowledge, skills, really so that there's an abundance of access points, entrance points, ways for people to touch into the practice for themselves, that it's for everyone that's on this journey. Because at different times in our lives, you know, we each might find that we experience a sense of having a dead end or maybe getting in over our heads, getting a little lost or feel like we're walking in circles. And there really is, there's so much to explore in this practice and in ourselves. And my personal experience, it's led me to believe that awareness, kindness, and curiosity, that these are fundamental to the journey. And that when we invest in and grow these three skills, that we increase the possibility for our growth 
and for opening in ourselves, learning about ourselves, and sort of increase this, this insight and wisdom that's inside and exists in our inner landscape. That for any number of reasons we've lost access to or it's a little hidden or potentially cut off by conditioning habits our experiences that we've had so all of it's a journey to discover or reclaim these these insights this knowledge all of the possibility that is contained within us so in this practice you're developing your personal skills, right? Awareness, kindness, and curiosity, because those are skills that each one of us has. And we are opening ourselves to more possibility, to expand our inner landscape, and essentially remove any obstacles or integrate more of who we are, integrate more wisdom that is within us, or allow for more energy to flow through us. And then by doing this for yourself, you are simultaneously contributing to the people around you and rippling out into the world. And that is the beauty of this. The commitment to yourself and your growth, it's, it's not selfish or in an isolated container, right? So it's not just about you. It is about you, but because we're all connected, there is a very tangible energy that helps create support for other people growing in themselves as well. So the energy of your emotions, your thoughts, and your own practice, it helps others. And others doing their work and growing in themselves, it helps you, right? That reciprocity. And this is what inspires me and my commitment to this work and supporting others. Because by design, and my life path, I am, I'm a guide and an explorer whose skills and experience assist those looking for support in mapping and knowing themselves, their own inner landscape, to be able to touch their invisible spaces, to learn about themselves. And overall, you know, there's many different tools and exercises, and, and each of these are like keys that unlock certain spaces, right? Sometimes we we try different keys. So these different tools, they can they can open us. They can open you to new perspectives, new insights, getting on different paths or changing paths and all about learning about yourself. The the inner landscape or this this world that's behind the scenes of you that very much is a makes you who you are. And awareness, kindness, and curiosity, those foundational skills, they really are the ones that are like shining a light along the way. So you might, you might ask, so remind me, what is this inner landscape <laughs> that you keep speaking of? Um, yeah, what is this? So your inner landscape is where memory, emotions, beliefs, experiences, all your different parts and all their different needs or your habits, even dream space. This is where so much of the unconscious um, exists and that we can tap into and we can touch into and learn about. You know, it's a landscape that's within you that is 
it's vast, it's really infinite. And it's absolutely intertwined with the outer landscape, right? Our, our physical world, because there is that way where they mutually influence one another. And so my role and the practice of sound body wisdom is really to develop the relationship to the inner and outer landscapes, right? To bridge them so that both are accessible and that there's flexibility there and balance there so that you can have more choice to access um, what's happening behind the scenes, right? In the inner landscape and make observations in the physical, right? In the outer landscape and say, oh, what's going on? And then you can look behind the scenes. You can, you've developed your skills and tools to look, part the curtain a little bit. So there's these inner and outer uh, landscapes that absolutely influence each other. And we often have an abundance of being able to witness and notice and know the external. We're watching it and observing it all day long. And there's oftentimes more emphasis on that. And so in this practice, we're saying, let's bring some emphasis to the inner landscape, what's happening behind the scenes, the things that are less uh, able to uh, see and touch readily, or that we just haven't learned it um, at this point in our lives. But we use the external, we use the physical uh, in balance with understanding it. It's, it's all apart because they're connected. Because our inner landscape, this world behind the scenes of us, it's so vast. And much of it can be just really unchartered personal territory. And so we use our skills of awareness, kindness, and curiosity, right? They're going to shine the light and help us find landmarks inside of us, right, on this terrain. And then we're going to use those landmarks to learn to bridge from something familiar that we can identify in us into places that are less familiar within us. And we learn to trust ourselves. And all of it is about, you know, using the tools that we have available to us. And these are things like mindfulness, visualization, movement, breath, the work of our our inner tribe, all our parts, and play, and play, and language, and observation. And these are, there's so many more tools, but these are ones that I highlight because I think they're so accessible and they work really well together. And our intuition, that's another one. And so each of these these what I'm calling tools, right? They can be engaged and experimented with. Again, much much like keys, like we we try them and we try them in different ways and we turn it this way and we turn it that way and 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 find it when it clicks for us, right? So it can open up these new spaces within us and help us just to to access more of ourselves, more of our inner landscape, to know ourselves and have more choice. And so, yeah, the more we access and then the more we understand, then the more we can choose how our inner and outer landscapes, they're influencing one another, right? So basically the inner landscape of our, our unconscious and our habits and all these things that are running in the background and then here our external world of the physical and, and our behaviors. So how are they interacting with one another and how can we 
uh, interact more and have more choice in, in, in finding balance with them. So really that, to me, is the gift of this journey. Okay, so all of that said, I wanted to offer hopefully a relatable illustration that will help maybe ground some of what I've been sharing. So maybe there's been a time that you've, you've had a flash of insight about yourself where you were able to, even for a moment, just clearly see the, the why of some behavior or maybe an emotion where you just had clarity about maybe something from your past or the emotions connected to an experience or a place or someone. And you were able to see this glimpse behind the scenes, sort of this place that exists, like just breathing below the surface in your unconscious, or this place of the inner landscape. So you might have this glimpse and it feels like, oh, aha, right? You're having this aha moment, but then you're just not sure what to do with it or where to connect it or how to use it or integrate it. So this practice, Somebody Wisdom, it's about generating these glimpses. It's helping people to generate the glimpses and the aha moments. And it's about helping you to connect and integrate them. We need the, We need both. We need to be able to generate them. And then we need to know, okay, well, now what do I do? All right? So these glimpses, I, I'm always, I always find them really exciting, even when they might be a little challenging, because they're like amazing puzzle pieces. And often, you know, we have them during moments of our day in situations, and we might discard them because, well, we just didn't understand what to do with them, or we forgot that we had them, or they just kind of slipped by underneath the radar. But these insights, they are clues. They're offered to us from our unconscious. And when we're able to have the awareness and notice them, like they, they are really offering us insights to ourselves. You know, and, and some might be very small or even subtle, but no matter whether they, they stop you in your tracks or they're fleeting, there are these gems of these insights and these clues all around throughout our day. And really, it's just a matter of shifting how we choose to see or listen, you know, how we focus our attention to notice them and, and then choose, you know, we want to hold on to it. We want to, you know, either tuck it away to remember it for another time or pursue it in the moment to learn more about it. So this focus of attention, this is, this is our awareness. This is how we, why our awareness is such a key skill to notice these and, and not let them slip by. You know, much the same way that we might see a tree in the distance or in the landscape or we're walking past and maybe we just see the outline of the tree, just the basic shape of the tree. But when we slow down and we focus our attention, we focus our awareness, we can choose to see the pattern of the bark on the trunk of the tree. We can even see the shape of the roots underground at the base of the tree, extending out even. 
or we might see the design of the leaves, the reach of the branches, or maybe the light that shines through. And if we continue to focus our awareness and observe the trees, we might begin to notice other patterns. We might begin to see what feels like the health or the vibrancy of the tree. And maybe we notice that vibrancy is different in certain settings or areas. Or maybe we start to notice proximity of trees to one another or how they might heal from impacts that happen to them. Or maybe differences in the leaves and the bark or notice how close a tree is to a water source and different patterns that emerge with the roots or how the tree is in relationship to the water and so on. And there's so much that we can focus on and then begin to notice. So your, your focused awareness, it allows you to observe and study the tree. And where before you're like, oh, I don't, I don't know these things. I've never noticed them. It's just because you potentially haven't brought your awareness to it. So once you start bringing your awareness, you begin to notice more and you have more insight, more information. And to gain more insights about the trees, you could even get books and you could learn more about the root systems that are underground, right? And even though you cannot physically see them most of the time, you can still tune into those root systems and imagine them, right? Do you, do you see where I'm going with this? Like your daily insights, your observations about yourself, your aha moments, you become your own study in this practice. You learn yourself. You learn about yourself. You collect and, you know, information and bring your attention to the patterns that are you, the details of you. And you're able to use all of these insights as you you basically map what has previously been invisible or underground for you. You know, and the more you study and the more you learn about you, the more choice you have for change. For the journey then becomes more interactive, more engaged. And then you can continually just bridge your inner and outer landscapes so you have more cohesion and more balance, more choice. Yeah, so this, this is the space of possibility for whatever growth and integration you're seeking and exploring. This is the journey. So I hope that sharing a little bit about why I do what I do with this practice and for myself and this overview of how this practice can really support you and support others because it's committed and I'm committed to how do we increase our awareness and build our skills of awareness, kindness, and curiosity to reveal these insights, these aha moments, these glimpses, and then not just have the glimpses and the the aha moments, then to take those and, and weave our own sense of self, write our own map, you know, get to see more about ourselves and learn more about ourselves so we can be engaged because this 
this life is interactive for ourselves and and how we feel and the ways we think and the choices we want to make. There's so much possibility. As always, thank you so much for spending this time with me. This has been Jacqueline with Soundbody Wisdom. Take good care. <laughs>